Hello there. You've discovered TalkZone.com, the best in Internet talk radio. Mastering ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. Thanks for being with us. If you want a psychic reading, now's the time. Buckle. 1-800-336-2225. 1-800-336-2225. Soulmates or cellmates. By the way, don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Cellmates or soulmates. Truth of it is, soulmates come in friends, workmates, siblings, grandparents, parents, pets, spouses, teachers, and probably many other things. Soulmates can be anything. The truth of it is that, you know, people say, oh, I'm looking for my perfect soulmate. We have many, many soulmates. What they are is groups of souls that come together and decide that they're going to work on lessons together. Groups, like hundreds. You heard Charmaine say pets. Thousands, that's right. Pets. Oh, clearly we have soulmate pets. Mm -hmm. Oh, incredible. Here to do a common growth together. That's and right. Sometimes it's common projects together. That's right. So there are hundreds of, you know, and I hear people say, oh, I found my perfect uh, soulmate. And I go, mm-hmm. You know, and it may be your perfect person that you're here to learn particular lessons with right now. But there are many soulmates. Everybody has many, many soulmates. It isn't one. It isn't five. It's hundreds. There, there's different levels of soulmates, too. There's yes. very intense, uh, you know, you, you're crazy about, and then there's casual ones that really can hit certain buttons. <laughs> Those are called soulmates. <laughs> Those wonderful buttons. Yeah. And just a reminder, when people are hitting your buttons, try not to let your uh, bell be rang. <laughs> <laughs> where you, you go off, you know? Oh, jeez. Good one. Now, here's a very, very cool story. This is a cool story of two soulmates that were meant to get together, and they weren't doing such a good job at it, so their unborn child came to put a fire under them. So I'm going to read you this story. It's out of the book called Songs of the Morning Stars by Sarah Hines. H-I-N-Z-E. By the way, if you'd like to uh, call in for Psychic Reading, we're at 1-800-336-2225. 1-800-336-2225. One evening when our young youngest son Andrew was in kindergarten, we were reminiscing about our dating days before we married. Our four children were sitting cross-legged on the living room floor enjoying our stories, laughing, laughing at some of our shenanigans, when Andrew asked, Mommy, do you remember when I got Daddy to dance with you? Andrew, what do you mean when you got Daddy to dance with me? I didn't know that you'd ever seen us dance. Well, you remember, Mommy, the last night, that night that you didn't want to go, but your friend talked you into it. It was before you married Daddy, before I went into your tummy. I was dumbfounded. The night I met Mark, there had been an informal dance at the college, the kind where the girls all stand on one side of the hall, hoping to be asked to dance, while the guys hang out on the other side, getting up the nerve to approach the girls. 
I had been to all the dances I could handle for a while, but my roommate just kept on insisting I go. If not for my own enjoyment, at least to keep her company. You know, this is what happened with Keith and I, is the guide, one of our guides kept coming through, pushing me to call him, even though I didn't want to, and that's how we met. Yeah. And that guide kept pushing and pushing and pushing. So he goes, all right. All right, I'll do it, a finally. Month, a month of pushing. Yes, that's what it took. <laughs> so I broke down and agreed. But don't expect me to stay the whole evening standing around waiting for some guy to ask me to dance. I looked down at Andrew. He had met my longtime friend Julie, but we'd never talked about the dance in front of Andrew. Sweetie, how, how did you know I didn't want to go to the dance that night? Mommy, it was my time to come down, and you and Daddy weren't getting together. I had to do something. <laughs> To say I was surprised by his words would be an understatement. I reflected back to the night. Julie parked the car and we went into the dance. It was just as I expected. The girls all standing demurely on the one side of the hall, the guys on the other, checking out the girls while pretending not to. After watching the scene for about an hour, my stomach was in knots. I told Julie I had it and I was ready to go. I worked my way over to the coat rack before Julie caught up. She was all excited over some guy she'd met. Couldn't I please wait just a little longer? She knew he was going to ask her for another dance again. I agreed, against my better judgment. I looked back down at Andrew sitting on the living room floor. He was grinning from ear to ear. Mommy, you know, you tried to leave and Julie wouldn't let you. But really, it was me who wouldn't let you. I had to show you Daddy. Remember when you went back and looked across the floor and saw the light on Daddy? I lit him up so you'd look at him, and then I put a light on you so he'd see you and ask you to dance. That's when you started to like each other, Mommy. I made it happen. <laughs> Isn't that cool? You know, I've seen people at times, for myself, I've seen it happen for others too, where... All of a sudden, there's this just incredible light around them. It's, it's like uh, one was golden and the other one, you know, this the elevator door opened and, and I'm there and I see this woman there. And and she and I are just standing there, froze, blinking, because it, it's like hit some, some familiarity. It was just like awesome, just overwhelming. And you folks probably have seen this in your life, too, where something lights up, like, Oh my God, I'm supposed to get that, or he's the person, or That's this right. is the thing. Yeah. How does that happen? Indeed, you might ask. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. If you'd like to get a psychic reading, give us a call, 1-800-336-2225, 1-800-336-2225. And don't forget to catch us Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Mondays, too, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on CRN. You know, a, a newborn baby that's trying to get his parents to get together, you know, or, or a baby before you even connect, that's one way. I remember our guide was trying to get us some really good lapidolite stones, and he had us follow little signals all over town we're going why are we doing this but we, you know we couldn't not do it we were, we had an agenda to do we went to the the city but we couldn't not follow the clues and we found this great wonderful 
uh, deal on huge pieces of lapidolite, which really calmed down the home. Yes. Now I was really stunned. That's just the way it was. Mark and I had commented privately on the curious things that happened that night we first met. He wasn't having a particularly delightful time either and had started to leave early, only to have some impression draw him back in for just a few more minutes. Before long, he saw me across the darkened dance floor among all those girls. He said it was like I was bathed in light, yet no one else noticed. In turn, minutes after Julie dragged me back into the room, my eyes were drawn to Mark, who was lit up like a spotlight. He made a beeline for me. I knew immediately something special was happening. You know, I don't know what's interesting. Mm. About a year later after this experience, little boy Andrew, Andrew couldn't remember anything about the conversation or that night. That was like after he told his mom. After he told it, it was gone. It was gone. Yeah, isn't that something? You know, the guides do these sort of things all the time, and if we're paying attention, and you know, you might get this idea. Okay, well, once that's happened, then it should be all roses. But that isn't necessarily the case. You come together to do lessons and join to accomplish something together, which is working on yourself and becoming a team to do a greater good of all. Together, You know, it's so important to remember, if it was such a magical thing that brought you together and you're in the middle of uh, just a miserable time with it, it brought you together to get through and find the solution that's giving you the miserable time. You know, in the Bible it says you're supposed to leave your parents and cleave into one another, man and wife. Well, two becoming one flesh is just the beginning of a quality marriage. There's a whole lot more involved um, that your minds, your hearts, your souls, your talents, your possessions, your efforts become one living unified support system with common purpose and constantly improving. That's a real quality bond to the core, to becoming one, sharing their beautiful functional, meaningful, fulfilling marriage. So once again, uh, you unify your minds into the common purpose of constantly improving your hearts, your souls, talents, possessions, and efforts. And there's a lot of marriages, you know, where we're just fractured all over the place. I am... I count myself extremely fortunate to have a wife where our minds work together, our hearts work together, our souls, our flesh, our talents, our possessions, our efforts. We're working together. And you know what? As we cooperate with the marriage and give ourselves to it, it simply gets better and better. A streamlined system. The synergy is amazing. And... Uh, we had to go through a lot of clinkers before we got married, a lot <laughs> after we got after married. After we got married, <laughs> yeah. and you stay on the saddle. You keep getting back up on the saddle and getting it right, and it takes uh, humbleness, it takes honesty, and it takes work. And, you know, it's really well worth it, uh, companionship, intimacy, growing together. And you can get with your... Mate, you can get this in the workplace to some degree, too, where you simply catapult each other and the synergy just gets better and better and better. And each of you fill each other's gaps. 
let's see, I'm slower in several areas. You know, I, I find that Charmaine's suited in those areas, and she's slow in some areas. I'm suited. And um, so we're, we're at a time where we have earned a very harmonious, productive marriage. And, uh, you know, we've been in different phases of getting that all along, and it started out way raspier. Sometimes when you find yourself actually with a cellmate, it's an opportunity to do the changing that you need to do so that, in fact, it wouldn't be a cellmate anymore but a soulmate. And that once you've gotten that work done, then things smooth out and then you can be together harmonious. Other times, what you need to do is go through the lessons that you're going to learn and your spouse maybe is never going to catch on and never going to do the changing or growing he or she needs to. And then because you've learned your lessons, you're ready to move on and the next relationship will be better. So each individual, each relationship is going to be different in what you're encountering. And if you want to know... You know, what you need to do, if you're surrendered, you can get answers through prayer or meditation. You know, you, you hear more commonly there's um, the help groups and philosophies that it goes, it's all about me. You know, it's a selfish thing. But it, let's say you're in a really rough marriage and you want to get get the value out of it. Then it's all about you. You deal with yourself, you look at yourself, you make yourself communicate. If you're having a trouble, you slow down your anger or your judgments or your bitchiness if that's your problem. In this case, it's all about you. You deal with you, and the things sooner or later are going to lift. You are listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Check out our website, MasteringOurselves.com, where we have a quiz. If you want to get some ideas on how to work through your cellmate situation, our quiz is a great place to look. Our quiz is designed to give you an idea of what a spiritual path looks like. It also gives you an idea of... Um, what areas that you need to work on and what, what areas you're stronger at, what areas you're weaker at, what areas to start focusing at. It's free. It takes you a little while to go through. You can do it in different segments if you want. But it's a wonderful tool to start seeing, ah, you know what, I'm not very good at that. I do that pretty good, but I don't do this one so good. It's a great indicator. Also, you can find out on our website, uh, sign up for Daily Insights, Steps to Enlightenment, uh, the book. Our book will be up there very soon, or Healings with Keith. Also, don't forget to catch us Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Also, Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on CRN. And if you'd like to get a psychic reading before we're off air today, 1-800-336-2225. I have a son that was a soulmate, and... um he was born, and I did all the Lamaze stuff, so I was right in the room with him. And he was born, he came out, he looked right in my eyes, grabbed my finger really tight, and giggled. And I heard in my mind him saying, Dad, it's so good to be with you. And so we had a magical time. You know, it's just, uh, who would have guessed? And then this soulmate, a couple years later, uh, my wife and I got a divorce, and she confiscated the kids and he and I had that relationship, but we also had some terrible karma that we owed. I, un- I understood finally what it was. It was very hard to deal with. That was a very rough thing. But that was a soulmate, and so was my former wife. That was a soulmate. 
We had um, recently met a fellow who um, he had a job to come in and learn how to deal with teen depression in order to be able to teach people, parents and kids, how to deal with it. So this is what happened. He and his son, before they before they were born, they had an agreement that they had to separate. So they were going to come down into the same family, but then you know the father wasn't going to be the the what, spouse what this time. What was their relationship before? I think they were married. Very close, weren't so, they? Right. So they had to learn how to separate, which was going to cause the son tremendous depression. We'll save the rest for after break. Gotcha. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. We will be right back after break. Check us out at MasteringOurselves.com. MasteringOurselves.com. Hang on. We'll be right back. 